2: Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host Zach Blackberry. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Recording this just a few minutes after Auburn wrapped things up against Missouri, fifty-five to fifty-four. Let's be very honest. Auburn should not have won that game. They had no business winning that game. So we'll touch on this game and then. Uh, we'll be joined by the folks from the War Report for a little War Rapport Wednesday. This game will be remembered as Katie Johnson saving Auburn's fantastic season and allowing Auburn to hold on to that number one seed for a little bit longer because if Katie Johnson does not explode in the second half, Auburn loses this game. And look, this is something I think we need to expect. If you're listening to this, you probably follow the Auburn Tigers. This is something you probably need to expect every time Auburn plays outside of Auburn Arena moving forward. They are the hunted. They talked about that a little bit in the broadcast, but, I mean, the the mentality changes. I mean, you're going to get everyone's best game. And, look, I talked Missouri up a little bit. I still think Auburn should have won by double digits, you know, when it comes down to straight talent and ability. And the broadcast wanted to talk about matchups. You know, basketball is about matchups and it's not about rankings. And like, yeah, that's true. But this game should not have been close. Like, it's okay for Auburn to have had a bad game. The fact that they played as putrid as they did and they still found a way to win on the road in the SEC, you take that. You take that. And you're able to, if you're Bruce Pearl or anybody on this coaching staff, you're able to look at all of this and say, Okay, we have a ton to improve on. And you still found a way to win the game. And also, just another note, at the end of the season, when you're playing in the tournament, whether it's the SEC tournament or the NCAA tournament, this is how those games end. And so it's just another rep that this team got to go through together. But we mentioned Katie Johnson, 17 points. He still wasn't efficient on the night, 6 of 13 from the floor. Made four of his five uh, free throw attempts. That's great, but, I mean, not an outstanding game by him. Jabari Smith was 2 of 15 from the floor. That will not happen again this season. 2 of 15 for Jabari? You know, that's a night that he wants to have back. Zepp was 1 of 3. Uh, he made, you know, uh, he made one of his three-point shots. Kessler was an inefficient 5 of 10. Normally, he's 7 or 8 of 10 or, you know, 9 of 11 uh, for, you know, he had 13 points. Alan Flanagan was 1 of 6. Wendell Green was 2 of 9. Jalen Williams, 1 of 4. You never see that. The the one he made, though, was important. Auburn was down. They could get nothing going in the first half, and he made a 3 from the corner. That kind of helped Auburn start things off and get going. But, I mean, all of these lines are terrible. And then Dylan played seven minutes and he had three fouls in seven minutes. He was one of two from the floor. So, I mean, that's, I mean, that is what it is. But this team was not very good. And I don't think there's really any other way to put it. But man, you just look at, you know, I love plus minus and most folks were in the negative except, interestingly enough, Dylan in the seven minutes had the highest plus-minus with plus four, and then you had Zepp Jasper with plus three, Wendell Green with plus three, and Jalen Williams with plus three, which surprises me a little bit, but all those guys were very scrappy. Hey, and Devin Cambridge didn't really get things going offensively, just two of eight from the floor once again. I mean, everyone was just incredibly inefficient shooting the basketball, but Devin, from a rebounding standpoint, was incredible. Devin Cambridge had nine offensive rebounds. If that does not happen, Auburn does not lose. Heck, if Devin only gets eight offensive rebounds, (laughs) Auburn may have lost that game. And so, you know, it's just different folks stepping up every single game, and they do it in different ways. But I think the positive spin on all of this is I don't think Auburn can shoot worse than what they just did. Especially guys like Jabari. Two of 15, that should be encouraging for Auburn fans to look at and say, okay, all right, that was that was the worst you could possibly play. And you still found a way to win. So, um, props to Missouri. Missouri played really aggressive defense. They played physical. And I think, you know, for the most part, I think their fans did the best that they could to create a hostile environment. And so this is what you're going to expect. I mean, we've talked about this before. You know, Auburn has to go play at Arkansas. They have to play in Gainesville. I mean, there's a few other road trips in all of this for the rest of the season that are going to be tricky, that are going to be tough for the Tigers just because that's the nature of the SEC this season. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But yeah, Auburn, um, I'm just trying to see if any more stats stand out. Ten of twenty-one from layups. Uh, just, just bad. This is not good. Just seven second chance points off of thirteen turnovers. Only six fast break points. This is not how Auburn wants to play basketball. Missouri did an outstanding job making Auburn uncomfortable every single possession, and Auburn just kind of found a way to win. I mean, if Missouri just shot a little bit better, obviously they would have they would have gone away with a victory, but. Man, just some of, the, some of the stuff that happened at the end, like with Missouri chanting overrated after the game, it's like, believe in your dudes. Like that's the biggest loser energy I've ever seen in my life where <laughs> your team just plays, you know, it's, you lost to the number one team in all of college basketball by a point. And you're focused on attacking the other team, not saying, "Hey, good job, guys. I'm going to support you guys." Um, no, you're 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 worried about saying overrated to the other team because you don't believe in your guys and you realize how bad of a basketball team you actually are. Like that's that is major loser energy, and so that's something that if I'm a you know a prominent figure in Missouri athletics, uh, you need to call some people out because that's ridiculous. That's just It's not what you want. That is not what you want. But props to Katie Johnson, once again. I mean, the closer. What he did Tuesday night was he closed the game. That three-point play was electric. Him attacking the basket was electric. And then him bailing out his teammates in the final possession of the game. And, um, you know, I think the way Auburn kind of had that fortunate bounce at the rim, and then it goes to Kessler, and Kessler kind of gets the rebound, and it doesn't go in, which is almost better, because then it— it bounced out and you know just enough time went off the clock. And so that was something that was fun. It was really, really fun. But yeah, Auburn takes on Oklahoma on Saturday. And uh you know, we'll see. We'll see how that one goes. The fact that it's in Auburn Arena makes me feel fairly confident about the game. Auburn shouldn't lose a home this year. It's the it's the away ones for you know reasons that we just saw. It's hard to win on the road. There's nothing wrong with that. Hey, I'm gonna talk about some of the other uh, Bruce Pearl news, I'm going to use air quotes here, news uh, that broke with the Warpoor guys in just a moment. Hey, I, I want to tell you guys about an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about, Get Upside. My listeners are earning cash back for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app in your phone's app store right now and use promo code SCORE for 25 cents per gallon or more for your first fill up cash back. Don't fill, uh, Don't pay full price of the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Use promo code SCORE. You can cash out anytime you want directly to your bank account, your PayPal account, an e-gift card for Amazon and other big brands. Just download the free GetUpside app. Use promo code SCORE to get 25 cents per gallon or more cash back on your first tank. That is promo code SCORE. Today's show also brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. If getting fit is part of your New Year's resolutions, Built Bar makes eating healthier just a little bit easier. If you're craving something sweet or some chocolate, Built Bar is the answer. Most bars have around 130 to 150 calories with 17 grams of protein, very low in sugar, very low in carbs. Some bars are extremely keto-friendly. Be sure to check them all out at built.com. Use promo code locked 15. That is built.com. Use promo code locked 15 at checkout. It's time for a little war rapport Wednesday action. Mike G C Dub gentlemen. Have you seen the latest thing on social media that has Mm. made Auburn fans go absolutely bonkers. Absolutely crazy. This Dominic Yates guy who I'd never heard of him. Have you guys heard of him before this?
0: No, I have not. Not until no. you mentioned him to me.
2: Yeah, yeah. But here's his tweet that he put out. He said, Sources tell me if Chris Mack, which is Louisville's head basketball coach, is gone as Louisville's coach, here are some names of interest. Kenny Payne, Bruce Pearl, Will Wade, of course, with LSU, Nate Oates with Alabama. Then he says, Not saying there's interest from Louisville, but I'm told Pearl, quote, wants it badly. Payne, also strong interest. So all these folks on social media are saying that it's cap, that it's ridiculous. It's like, you know, why would Bruce leave at this point? But what did you guys think when you saw this quote unquote news, assuming it's legitimate?
0: Uh, okay. So this is one of the, these Twitter things. Um, I remember reading a guy put out on Twitter, 80% chance Caleb Williams comes to Auburn. Mm. Right. And I laughed at that. Cause I was just like, all right, dude, like, I don't, I'm not sure how you would know that, but, um would have been nice though yeah right i mean it just was i mean everything about that tweet was off here's here's my deal with this guy right he's saying that he's hearing that there's strong interest from bruce Pearl's side
2: yeah wants right? it badly
0: yeah he wants it badly right. right now let me tell you what's at louisville that he could possibly want let's break this down for a second this man is literally in the middle of a national title run right now yeah but possibly the number one overall seed in the tournament he's currently the number overall team so it's not like you're at some school where you cannot achieve college basketball heights right he's had Three straight years with one and Dunn's. And so getting talent to Auburn is not the problem. He's, he's he's about to produce the number one overall draft pick in the NBA draft. And he's two years removed from a final four. Right. So beside money and location or some other personal reason that we would have no clue about, I don't know what how that could hold any water. How could Louisville be his dream job? Maybe it is maybe it is, but I, I, have not heard anything that indicates on a personal level that Bruce Pearl, if this job comes open, you know, he absolutely has to take it. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I don't, I don't see it, you know, back in the day, um, when, uh, Michigan had a, an opening and you would hear people talk about how that was less miles dream job. Right. And he was going to leave LSU for Michigan, you know, but there was, there was some teeth to that. We knew that, he had ties to that school and that he would want to coach there, but ultimately he didn't go there. That yeah. wasn't enough. And he was at an institution where again, money was not an issue. Money is not going to be the reason that Bruce Pearl is all right. That's all I'm saying. Money's not going to be it. Yeah. He's
2: going to be taken care of. And you got to yeah. think he will be receiving more money
0: after the season mm-hmm. back up the Brinks truck to his front yard and just dump piles of cash there, you know, Yeah, I mean,
2: Caesar. there is no amount of money where that comes out where I'm like, yeah, okay, that's too much. Like, there's just no
1: amount. (laughs) No way. And I I love the plausible deniability, I'm told, right? Yeah. Like, you got to love those stories on Twitter, I'm told, I'm hearing. Mm -hmm. To Mike G's point, I, I think it has to be personal reasons, but we don't know what his connections to the university is at this point. And I think Bruce Pearl has built up enough cachet Zach, to where I could see him taking Coach K's job. Uh, I could see him going to a big school, but no offense to Louisville, but. It's not what it was it's
2: not 10 it years was, ago. And,
1: it, and it's not, it's not this res, the cachet of your Kansas and your, those big programs. Like I, I, I could understand that, but Bruce mm-hmm. has everything that those schools could guarantee him. He's already built it right. at Auburn. Right, and so you're basically what you will. What you will do, you leave Auburn. Auburn will be one of the hottest jobs in college basketball. You did that, so if it's one of the hottest jobs in college basketball, why would you leave again? Aside from some personal reason,
2: yeah, Mm -hmm. and he seems happy. Like there's no chance he's leaving Auburn. There is no
0: way. I just don't, don't believe it. I don't think it's a coincidence. What did we see today? that Auburn is getting a um new basketball facility yeah a right? basketball and only
2: it, facility no timetable but it appears yeah. to it, it appears to be in the works
0: and it's a priority sure. so I mean I thought the it timing of this uh, was now you know this is something that's been at the top of Bruce Pearl's list for uh, a lot of years and now that he's achieved number one status people are opening checkbooks. winning solves a lot of things for a coach. Right. And right. he is doing that at a record rate at Auburn. So there's nothing he's going to be able, you're not going to go to Louisville and get anything that you're not going to be able to get here. When you, if you have a winning program at Auburn, the checkbook is open yep. and we've given him eight years already. Right. So yep. it's not like there was some hot seat and he has Bruce Pearl ever felt pressed at Auburn. No, no,
2: even early on where like it wasn't clicking and you know, Auburn started getting these five stars, like, you know, your Austin Wiley's and your mm-hmm. Mustafa Heron. And I think it was in the back of everybody's mind where it's like, when anybody else gets a five star, they get drafted the next year. Like, why is Auburn not right. being able to put these guys into the league? And then Chuma happened and, you know, mm. Okiki happened, or, or then Okoro happened. You know, then it's like, okay, all right, we're finally getting somewhere. Guys, I was blown away by the Louisville people responding to this quote unquote report saying, Nah, I don't want BP. Yeah, I, 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 I'm fine with some of the others. I don't want BP. I'm like what? Yeah.
1: Why yeah, not? That's fine. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm okay Ch- with that. Ch- good Ch- for Ch- you. Bruce yeah, Pearl. yeah. Ch- Leave Pearl. them alone. Tag Pearl in those. Tag yeah. Bruce Pearl in those quotes, right? And just keep that same energy. I, we know how. It. We know how fans can keep people away from their institutions. Yeah. We know yeah, how right. that's a thing. So yeah, <laughs> and share. Make sure Bruce Pearl sees that.
0: Yeah, for sure. Oh,
1: no,
2: no question about it. No question about it, guys. But. Yeah, I mean, what a a crazy thing that's happening right now. Um, I I think it's awesome. Hey, today's show brought to you by our friends at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline wants to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march by making more money every single week by doing what we all love, watching sports. Get in on the action at BetOnline.ag as it remains your number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. When you sign up and make a free account at betonline.ag and make that first deposit, use promo code LOCKEDON to get a 50% welcome bonus on that first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts.
1: It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one-selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangeDays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangeDays.com.
2: War Report Wednesday continuing on. Mike G. C Dub, guys, what are folks missing out on if they're not tuned into the War Report?
0: Uh, check out our, pay, uh, come over to our channel, become a patron. Uh, we've got a lot of great off-season content. Uh, we're covering basketball this season. It's been su- it's been a blast. Very blessed to be able to cover this team this year. So, um, you know, we, we got some uh, film review stuff that we're going to be putting out on basketball as well, too. Isaac cool. is working hard on that stuff. So, come on to the War Report war, and partake. Yep,
2: yep. If y'all are going over the Kentucky game, a lot of pick and rolls to look at. And they're all beautiful. All of them. Yeah. All of, of them, because they just weren't going to cover Kessler. Crazy stuff.
1: Lob, lob, town. Uh, absolutely.
2: Um, all right, guys. So let's talk a little football uh, on this final segment here, if you want to. No, we got to. So <laughs> I want to get I want to get y'all's thoughts <laughs> as far as where are you on the spectrum of the sky is falling for Auburn football with the departure of Derek Mason and you know the the shakeup of the coaching staff. Or the other side of it where it's like, no, everything's fine. Brian harson has got it under control. C-Dub, I'll start with you. Where are you with this spectrum right now?
1: Somewhere in the middle. Uh, I got questions. Okay. I just got questions. Like, you know, and I understand that when you are assembling a staff and you're bringing on people that you've never worked with before and you're in a pressure cooker like Auburn, it's, it's, it's 50-50. It's either going to work or it's not going to work with your assistants and harson figured out early on it's not going to work and we saw what happened with with coach corn we saw what happened with bobo i was surprised with mason because the thought i had was mason's going to do well we're going to have him on a loaner for 2 years right He's going to go on take another head coaching gig or go off to the NFL in, in where he was heading before Harson even pulled him in. in yeah, I place.
2: mean that was the plan, right? And then you promote Schmedding, right. and then
1: you know it doesn't look right. as bad as you know DC from
2: Boise following Harson over. You kind of disguise it as well, you know he was he was here, you know linebackers coach Absolutely. for two years, and, and then you promote him up. Yep, right.
1: So. All this after Auburn would have had a favorable first year, eight and four, worst case, seven and five. Some people had nine and three. It's just a progression. These guys are going to do well, all is well, and then these guys move on to bigger and better things. But after going six and seven, and then you see these changes happen, it has to be the sky is falling. And I'm not here to say that it is. I'm just curious about the inner workings and what's happening with the program in terms of Mason leaving. That is a curious situation. Sure. You can't really explain that away. And the optics does not look good there. However, we always knew that Schmetting was going to end up being the defensive coordinator when it was all said and done anyway. Right. And so I'm not bummed about that per se It's just, I'm scratching my head as to the fact that Mason left Auburn with no job. So to speak, it's not like he needed one, but you would have thought he would have had another job secured before leaving, which makes me wonder what happened there.
2: Right, Mike G, where are you in all of this?
1: I, I'm right in the
0: middle of the spectrum.
2: Okay, so y'all are about the it, same
0: here. Yeah, it's it's concerning, I, and I'm with Caesar. I have questions. Uh, so about it, it and, sounds
2: like you guys are a little bit more. I'm not saying you guys are freaking out. The sky is falling, but it, it sounds like you're hinting a little bit more that way. Is it's that, not,
0: is that it, fair? No, this is not, let me, I just want to say this is not filling me with confidence about the direction. Yeah. Right. 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 Because the one side of the ball yeah. that showed the most positives, you're replacing the, you know, the, the figurehead that was there right now. Um, you know, whether this was a sudden decision or something was brewing, like you know, we don't know. I doubt we ever actually get the truth. You know, uh, Coach Harson has shown a track record of not throwing people under the bus when he decides to move on, uh, which I do like about. Yeah,
2: that's that. the correct way to handle it. Yeah,
0: yeah, it, it is the right. professional and mature way to handle things. Um, however, uh, I can't. I just. I'm just saying. I you know, this is file this away in the folder of stuff that better work next season after the way that you ended the season so the person you know what the perception is going to be zach what regardless of whether it's rooted in this change or not is is that if the defense regresses next year mason leaving is part of it and you filled his shoes with somebody who was less capable so this is just one of those things that you know if you're going this direction it has to work it has to work, and it has to help propel you forward. Or other parts of the team are going to have to take significant jumps forward next season right. to cover, right. you know, any steps back you take on defense.
1: Yeah, and, and you and you still and you still going to receive criticism <laughs> for way. the defense. You're yeah. right. Yeah. right. The, yeah, the only
2: way to make the criticism stop is to win. I mean, winning cures right. everything. People forget, people forgive, people accept when you win. And he knows yeah. that. I mean, he, he's a smart guy. He saw what winning did at Boise. That's but, uh, why I
0: say this has to work.
2: Yeah. And I'm right. confident in it from the play calling and the scheming and all that. Like I, I think Schmetting's gonna be fine there. I really do. It's the it's the the roster management and like the recruiting aspect of it where I'm like, okay, I think losing Derrick Mason's a big deal.
0: Yeah. Um I think he was overall you know, he was well liked. He was a well liked coach. By the right. players, for sure. Now, um, people have spoken out in um, in favor of Schmedding. Players have come out and made positive statements about him on social media and have generally supported this move. Uh, not that we would see them not supporting it, <laughs> right? If they right. didn't, um, but you know, it just it, it's got to you know this this coach's seat is warm. It's not hot, but it's warm because you lost four or five straight games t- to end the season. Uh, he had a chance to get off the warm seat with by beating Bama and winning the bowl game. Those things didn't happen, mm-hmm. and you know the whether you're on the glass if you're in the glass half full or uh, empty side, this is concerning. And there are some people that you know like us are just right in the middle about this, and it does make me a little nervous. For say, anytime you are um, replacing bricks in your foundation, it's a little bit. It's a, there's there's the unknown is concerning. We know what we had with Mason. At least we think we know what we had. And now you're moving on to what generally is an unknown for the fan base. So it's going to make a lot of people worry. Right. Right. So, I mean, that's where I'm at about it. You know, he's got to do, he's going to, he's, he's shown he's going to do this his way. I think that's good. And I don't know if
2: he was able to really be given the opportunity to do it his way from day one.
0: Mm -hmm. It, It makes me wish that he had. That we didn't go through this charade of right. hiring Bobo and Mason if we were always going to end up here, I, you know, it kind of feels like we wasted a year. You well, know, and right? it, it
2: feels like to me, the Derek Mason hire was his. Like they do a lot of things similarly from a scheme standpoint. I think you mm-hmm. know as far as their approach to the game on the field, um, the Bobo thing, I, I don't think was him. If I'm just being honest, I don't think it was.
1: And and to me, that's is. It, I'm telling you, this is why I'm in the middle, Zach, because this feels yeah. like Harson just got hired again, <laughs> even though we've seen a year of him coaching. It's such an it interesting way like to put it, but I, I kind of get it. just got hired because this is a bre- this almost is an overhaul, especially with your two biggest assistants. And it's like, okay, we get to, it's like a reboot. In year two where it has to work. Yeah, it's but, it's
2: your coaches, right? You're, you're going into it without, you know, Gus Malzahn's like longtime quarterback. Like it's, it is a new, it is a new era for sure.
1: So again, but while I'm in the middle is at least eight, nine wins. We're not talking, well, we, we don't care about what happened at this point, Right. And so that's 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 what he's he's eight or nine wins away next year from us talking about something else and being just jazzed about the future. That's just where he is. But again, it remains to be seen what he does come spring, summer, fall, going into the season. Right. He, He writes his own story here. Totally. I, I agree. Totally.
2: Gentlemen, how can folks, one more time, get involved with all the stuff that you guys have? You guys have a very active community, um, and it's uh, it's really cool to be a part of. So how can people get inv- uh, get involved?
1: Head right over to our YouTube page. We're The War Rapport. We're at The War Rapport on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we're TW Report on TikTok. You can also find us where podcasts are being streamed.
2: Awesome. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much for your time, as always. And we will chat again soon on the pod tomorrow John Samuel Shanker joins the show to talk about what he's kind of gained uh, knowledge he's learned about the new offense and as well as other things going on so all that and more on tomorrow's Locked On offer. Hey Prime members you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad free on Amazon Music Download the Amazon Music app today